You're listening to the Storyteller Series from The Salvation Army. In the first series of this daily podcast, we'll be reading the 24 chapters of the book of Luke. It's our prayer as you study this account of the life of Jesus this Advent season, you'll wake up Christmas morning with a fresh perspective of who and why we celebrate Christmas. For more information or to share your questions and comments, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. The Book of Luke, Chapter 24 On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood before them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He isn't here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they didn't believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Now that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. They were talking with each other about everything that had happened. As they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them, but they were kept from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing together as you walk along? They stood still, their faces downcast. One of them asked him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things? he asked. About Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what's more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning but didn't find his body. They came and told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they didn't see Jesus. He said to them, How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. As they approached the village to which they were going, Jesus continued on as if he were going farther. But they urged him strongly, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening. The day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and began to give it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, 
and he disappeared from their sight. They asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the eleven and those with them, assembled together and saying, It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon. Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see me. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still didn't believe it because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything else here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. We find ourselves at chapter 24, which is full. And uh, we're going to start looking at verses 6 through 8, which we find the women have come to the tomb and they have discovered that it's empty. And um, as they discover that, they encounter these men whose clothes gleam like lightning. And, uh, and it's a very unusual interaction. It is unusual, and it's unusual for a number of reasons, one of them being that this very important event, the resurrection, this pivotal event, the event that Paul says, if this event had not happened, if the resurrection had not happened, if Christ had not been raised, then our preaching is futile and our faith is empty. Like so much hangs on this happening, that this was uh, observed, uh, experienced by women, is an unusual thing for the ancient world, given that the society at this time was so heavily patriarchal that uh, women were not seen as credible sources. And yet, this most important thing hangs upon the testimony of women. And I just find that fascinating that one, Christians later didn't try to rewrite that in order to make their message more credible to uh, a, a skeptical pagan world. And two, uh, that this happens at all uh, and that um, really the first 
hear the first people to know that Christ was raised was women. And to me, that speaks to the equality of men and women as, as described throughout God's word, a kind of return even, I might say, to pre-fall creation where men and women served as helpers for one another. It's not until after the fall that women then were to desire uh, their husband's will, essentially. Uh, Pre-fall, we have an actual uh, situation of equality, and it's the fall that brings in the system of patriarchy. And I, I think you have sort of a snapshot of that here as the gospel is essentially uh, first told to, in their own lived experience of it, women. And I think that's a powerful testimony and witness. I do want to say I think it's, uh, it's really exciting that we're talking about the anticipation of Jesus' resurrection on Christmas Eve, when tomorrow we're anticipating the birth of Jesus. I just thought that was a nice little touch, tip of the hat there to this exciting season of Advent and anticipating Jesus, knowing now the full picture that we're really anticipating our salvation and all that Jesus is to us and means to us through this resurrection, which is really powerful and beautiful. That is powerful and beautiful because they expected to go deal with a dead body. Yeah. And man, did he ever surprise them, right? right? He's like, oh, you think I'm over here? Psych, I am not, you know? So I think, and all of the evidence pointed to they were going to find a body in the tomb and they did not. And um, I think how they had already done like the emotional work to be like, okay, we got to, there's, the body's going to be there. There's going to be a smell. We're going to rub the oils. Like, they're going to, you know, minister to the body. And they are prepared for that. And it just flips completely because uh, he surprises them. And uh, the truth is, we know because we have the benefit of Scripture, he had already said that. And in the, the men that they encounter are like, don't you remember? He told you that. And I'm like, okay, if that was me, when someone says, don't you remember? I already told you that. I'd be like scrolling back through the message thread being like, did you tell me that? Like what day, what time? How did I forget that? that why didn't I set a reminder in my phone? They didn't have the benefit of that. But in the same way, um, it is about timing. But I love that they showed up expecting one thing and Jesus took them in a different direction. And uh, I do think that in my own experience that Jesus surprises me with his love. I love that so much because Luke begins the whole book talking about how the gospel's been passed on to him and others by these eyewitnesses. Uh, In this whole series, we've sort of brought our own witness uh, to one another and be able to hear from each other our diversity of perspectives uh, which I think is in some way reflected in the details of this book. You know, the many voices that Luke has brought together, uh, just like there's so many details and such vivid description in the, in the Gospel of Luke that maybe is the product of these different eyewitnesses. We've had such vivid conversation given our different perspectives, uh, and it's been great. Just wanted to say thanks for listening in. Hope you enjoyed the reading of the Gospel of Luke. It always warms my heart during this season. It also helps me uh, to refocus on what's important during this season. So we want to wish you guys blessings for the holiday season. Merry Christmas and have a safe and prosperous one. Hey, I hope that the reading of Luke has brought the story to life in a new way for you guys. God bless and Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. 
If you're enjoying this show, please share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the Storyteller series on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or your own favorite podcast store. For more information, visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. God bless you and Merry Christmas.